We're rolling, baby. All Square right. zeros. <laughs> Derek Hawkins, John Mann, Jordan Blakely. Why don't you introduce yourself to the world? Um, I'm Jordan Blakely. I play drums in Boat of the Children and Tom Blacklung. And I've been playing since I was 16. So these are my first bands ever. <laughs> nice, nice. And how did you get your start on drums? Like what? What happened? Because drums are a tough instrument, you know? Like, there's something that, like, I think a lot of us want to play, but when we're, like, living in the suburbs, parents are like, well, I could get him a guitar, and he can just, like, have the little amp in the corner, and we'll just deal with the noise. But, like, drums in, you know, your parents' basement is kind of rough. Your parents never buy you drums. That's kind of what happened, because I was, like, playing guitar at first, but um, I really sucked at it, and then I've always always wanted a drum set. I got into, like, Jimi Hendrix and stuff like that. And I was like, dude, I want to play drums like that. And my mom was like, yeah, I, I guess. And then after like a while of asking for a drum set, my stepdad got me one for Christmas. And everyone was like, you're not really going to play. Like you shouldn't have gotten her that stupid drum set. But I was like, no, this is really fun. And I played all the time. So it was sort of like a weird thing. I felt like no one took me seriously. And then I was like actually playing a lot. It's what? funny that you mentioned Hendrix because I, and I don't know if you recall this, but the first one of the first times I met you when I asked you who do you listen to who do you like oh. you were like Bonham and Mitch Mitchell yeah and I was like word like, dude yeah those were like <laughs> the things that got me into it and stuff but I was I was like into punk too so like I don't know I was like playing guitar and I was like I want to like play punk guitar but I wasn't very good at it I like um was really into like punk and classic rock and anything like this so I don't know so then by the time I like had a punk band, I was like kind of getting into classic rock already and like jazz, so it was like a little off, but it was still good for my chops, I guess. Now when you say when you say you were getting into like classical and jazz, were you was this like you were starting to take music classes and and other people were sort of leading um, you towards those things cuz for example, when I started playing guitar, you know, it was during the, you know, like mid to late 90s ska boom. And I was trying to play stuff like that. And I had a, you know, long haired hippie yeah. guitar teacher who was trying to teach me Thelonious Monk and stuff. I was, yeah, I'd already been into that for like a while. Like when I started playing drums in general, I don't know, I guess to give it time, it was like I was 16. I was into like punk and then classic rock. And then I was like starting to look at colleges and all this stuff. So it was like maybe like 17, 18. And I was like, oh man, like I should... I was starting to get into jazz on my own, mm-hmm. but then also I was like, I guess I should take lessons if I'm gonna like apply to music schools. Yeah. Because I kind of decided at the last minute, I was like, I guess I'll go to music school. Like, everything else is sort of like not as exciting for me as playing music is. So then, yeah. So then it was like taking lessons at like the music store on how to read music. Dude, my drum teacher was the best. He was this old dude named like Fred Ray, and he like <laughs> Fred, Ray. Fred Ray, and he always had like. Um, the nicotine gum he'd always <laughs> and like a piece of pizza like every time and he was like really awesome and he'd just be like yeah Ginger Baker man jump on a man and that's like all that he cared about I'd be like can you teach me how to like read jazz music and like play jazz he'd be like man you don't need to know that stuff it's all about the rock and I'd be like I just need it to get into school he'd be like alright <laughs> he was like really awesome that's great well then tell us so uh so if if music was becoming the the most exciting thing for you at this point uh why don't you use that as a, as a lead-in tell okay. us about tell us about your band this okay so free okay i like had a bunch of friends from other high schools i don't remember how i met phil i don't even remember his last name because his name on facebook is always like phil consequence or like some punk <laughs> shit <laughs> yeah. but it was like phil and we were like let's start a band called spun out but like our bass player just like texted all the time with her boyfriend and he didn't really play guitar. And one day he had his friend Nolan over and Nolan was like, dude, like 
you have this drummer like do you want to jam and I jammed with Nolan and he was like you should play drums in my band free addiction and he like totally stole me from Phil and Phil was always really pissed about it so okay (laughs) so yeah so free addiction was like a punk band and we like played in Delaware a lot with all these other punk bands and stuff like this so um do you okay. want to do you want to do you want to play us a song? What, what, yeah, sorry, uh, I'm just talking about here. it too no, much. No, 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 no. no, no so, no, so what? Yeah, what are we gonna hear? We're gonna hear. Okay, this is victim of choking. This is called victim of choking. What? What's the song about? Um, <laughs> I don't even know. I feel like it's probably like, don't tell me what to do, man. Stop like telling me how to live my life. Suck my dick. <laughs> the next song will be another story. So okay, here is this. All right, victim of choking. so tired please stop (laughs) the other song is called mandy's song shit okay wait okay yeah the other one's mandy's song and it's about like nolan and terrence the bass player they loved like fat girl porn (laughs) (laughs) i'm serious Uh, yeah they like love like yeah they loved all these kids are so much cooler than i was in high school they gotta live in maryland dude All right, all right. No, okay, so like, it was, yeah, Terrence was always like, man, Jordan, you should be fatter and like have like not a pancake ass. So like, (laughs) it was like having two older brothers. They always made fun of me all the time, which is how every band kind of is if it fits. Like, it's like having a bunch of bros. So no, we made fun of each other all the time. But this is Mandy's song. It's a little bit longer. We can like fast forward a little bit if you want. No, just play it. No, it's all good. Let's do it. It's amazing my mom hated we always practice at my house my mom hated when we play this song so yeah sorry mom yeah Take a look, and when you're not, touch your ass. Just look, watch, and 
talk about now (laughs) (laughs) i mean what 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 is there there's a lot to talk about here yeah okay we were mostly like punk and then sometimes we would have ska shit going on (laughs) but like mandy's song is like a really early one that we always had and it was like one of our hits i guess like everyone knew like in our scene like everyone like knew all the words to it and stuff right yeah i don't know it's just about and people would like bring like fat porn magazines for Nolan and Terrence because like everyone was like yeah we love that you have this song about like jacking off to porn <laughs> it's really weird I, I don't know I'm sorry got it so you would practice these songs in your mom's place yeah, yeah. so when when you would play that one I mean I feel like I got to give credit to mom here yeah. you know for being so open-minded I feel like there's other parents who would have just been like uh-uh you're done I know she was super cool 
she was always like like when I left for school she'd be like I miss having your drums in the house playing really loud because she would never be like can you stop can you shut up like even when your friends were screaming suck my cock yeah they loved her like <laughs> they always called her mom and they'd be like Jordan your mom's so hot and she was like oh you guys are so silly my yeah. mom's super cool and stuff like she comes to shows here in New York and everything too so. awesome nice. I think she likes the idea of free addiction better than butter the children in fact interesting I think she just doesn't like the name she's like I don't understand butter the children <laughs> that's funny but yeah she was like cool she didn't like that song or anything she'd be like do you guys have to play that song hmm. in general but she was cool word I mean if that's the worst you're gonna get that's a pretty cool parent yeah yeah that's very she's cool really cool word well, uh, so did you have, did we want to move on to okay. some of your other projects? We can move on to stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's not as like, it's like not as exciting. Like free addiction was like um, a little bit embarrassing because it's silly, but I have like, it was more personal and fun. Yeah. And it, it, is there is there more of a connection to it now? Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because I don't know, it was like the first band I ever had, like kind of like the tightest friends mm -hmm. in a while. So I don't know. They're cool. The other stuff is like. I was like learning jazz and like playing like at studios for like money and it was like a new thing. Oh, cool. So this was happening in parallel to uh, Free Addiction? Um, I think that like Free Addiction was sort of, I think like Free Addiction knew I was like about to leave and like go to college at Berkeley and I had like started playing like jazz gigs with like, other people and like I think they had like accepted that I was moving on to like a new thing and I wasn't going to be playing in a punk band forever. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of like towards the end. Like Prediction is like 16, 17, and this is like 17, 18. Okay. And then I moved to Boston. So like, I don't know. So tell us, how did you get involved with this project? And um, what is it called? Okay, well, my mom found this guy on Craigslist named Joshua Rich, who was a pianist who lived in D.C. or Virginia. And he like needed a drummer for his album. Like I said, like Randy Newman-ish. And he's good and stuff. But yeah, um... So I played on his record, Trying Vegetables, which is a kid's record. Oh, cool. You which, did a kid's record? Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a kid's record. So we have the cover of Trying Vegetables here, and it's like a comic sans font. And this like <laughs> all lowercase, Trying Vegetables, original songs for kids by Joshua Rich. And it's like, there are these, like, there's like a, a carrot and like a snap pea and a broccoli and a radish kind of like getting down on a tablecloth with like <laughs> little quarter notes flying around their heads. It's a little party, <laughs> it's a little vegetable party. It's too bad I like played brushes on the album and like today I was going over the songs with you guys and I think he replaced all of the brushes with like MIDI drums. Oh no. Josh. Oh. Josh, yeah, what so are you doing? Out. Come on, man. It's too bad. <laughs> I felt like it's sort of like a mentor father figure for me but it's like i don't know because we eventually like played jazz gigs in dc oh cool at this one bar and stuff um but he introduced me to this guy alan harrington who like had big band studio. okay so yeah we have TikTok okay. by alan and friends yep. which is which is i also have a the cd cover here uh it's you know it's a little bit more sophisticated there's like a shot of the band uh oh man they're standing on uh something on bourbon street there hmm. that's legit i'm not in there but you're not in that oh, okay that's and okay. then <laughs> there's yeah a sketch on the front of uh looks like a man's like 
next one alarm clock waking waking up cool tiktok uh tiktok man and uh hope you enjoy the music and will tell all of your friends about it i am pleased to have had so many fine musicians on this project the cd has has most of the folks that play with me live and i am quite fortunate to have such a talented group of players let's skip down to i use several drummers on this cd the drum tracks always take longer longer to do and with everyone's busy schedule, it was impossible to use just one drummer for the whole CD. Uh, Tony Jr. plays the title cut, a tune we used to do when we played with Free Rain, yada, blah. Jordan is a young lady I met through Josh, a 17-year-old high school student that has great ears for music. She's a quick study and easy to work with. Nice little shout-out. <laughs> nice nice yeah, little shout-out cool on the shout back. Out. I would go to Thanks, Alan. Yeah, dude. He lived in... Um somewhere in Virginia and I would just drive to his house like after school and like record in the basement and I would always want like coffee and he never had milk he'd be like I just have ice cream and I was like that's fine <laughs> <laughs> but he was really cool I like miss that dude but I was also in like a hip-hop phase then so I'd like be blasting like hip-hop and then pull up to his house and have to play jazz <laughs> so that's kind of weird I well, let's hear one of these jazz yeah, okay. numbers introduce introduce one of these for us okay this is Big Town Boogie it's a little rough on the drums Thank you. 
Yeah, I never played with like the full band with that. I would just like come in and some of the instruments would already be recorded and I would just play to a click in a little booth and he would be like, that was good. Okay, now the next one is like kind of bossa nova. Okay, go. He was like very chill. So how would you, was, would he tell you what to do or did you just have kind of like stock beats in your head that you had learned and that you knew would work underneath what the other musicians were playing? Um, he would tell me what to do and everything was like kind of new to me still, like jazz was new to me still. So he'd be like, I'd be like, I don't really know many fills. I just know how to play like a swing beat. And he'd be like, that's great. Just like play that for like the next three minutes. Or like, this is like a bossa nova beat. Or like, this is going to be like more like blues. And I would just like play the stock shit that I knew. And yeah. So how would you feel when the songs came back to you finished? Would you, did you listen to them? And what was your reaction? Um, Back then it was probably like, oh man, I'm the shit. But now I'm like, I didn't know anything, you know? <laughs> you know, back then it was cool. I was like, wow. I guess it like influenced me to like continue music because I was like, I'm new at this and I guess people like what I'm doing. That's really nice. Yeah, it sounds like the guy was really supportive. Yeah, I feel like most people had like a supportive attitude of like, oh wow, like I like what you're doing. Let's play together and telling other people about me. So I played with them too, which is sort of like what Brooklyn has been like, which is nice. Because I don't know starting out I was like later I like most people had been playing since they were like 10 and I was like started way late so it felt nice that people were like oh like you know you sound good or whatever yeah within just a couple of years of playing you're already yeah. being recorded I practiced a lot but yeah it like felt good I don't know because yeah in music school like at Berkeley I came in and it was like it was like that times 10 it was like wow you really started fucking late like you don't know like any t anything hmm. so i worked really hard to like not suck as much <laughs> but yeah i don't know this is like before reality of like where i really was at i guess <laughs> yeah, it's funny though too i mean it's funny too like the high school experience where you're in you know sort of yeah in parallel like playing in this punk band yeah not everybody gets to explore like multiple avenues like that right because you i mean you don't even think to at that age no i wouldn't know? have that's i wouldn't true. have either. <laughs> yeah that's weird i guess like the internet i don't know i mean craigslist was there i would like try to expand because in high school like not that many people i knew played music there was like a few people but i either didn't like want to play with them or like they didn't take it seriously like they would come over we would jam to like Red Hot Chili Peppers, but that was, mm -hmm. like, most of it. So I had to find, like, other places to play and find people. So, like, other high schools or, like, Craigslist, I guess. Yeah, I would imagine there's probably, I mean, a lot of bands, too, that, you know, a lot of times drummer is a, is a difficult role to fill. And I would imagine there's a lot of bands that find it very attractive that it's like, oh, okay, so you've played in a punk, you know, you've played in a band where you had to play, like, hard and fast and you kind of thrashed but then you also we also know that you've gone to music school you know like I imagine there's something in, to that too yeah um I think yeah I think starting out with like punk is cool because like you I like learned a lot of stamina and like time like your time has to be there it's like demanding in those senses that people don't expect so I don't know that was cool and how'd you wind up in butter the children um I was in Night Manager and I was on tour with them and like we were like about to break up because we weren't getting along that well and stuff like this and I was kind of like at my boyfriend at the time who's in Heaven's Gate I was like man I'd really like to like find something else to do just to have some other creative outlet and then he was like oh well you know the people from Lay Rug and Sweet Bulbs want a new drummer for their band Butter the Children so I was like put me through I love Lay Rug and Sweet Bulbs let's do it and then that's kind of it I don't know 
And you guys just got back from South by Southwest. Uh, what yeah. else are you guys up to? Um, we're trying to get our record out. So we're just going to hmm. see if um, a few labels might put it out. True Crime is the name of the record? Um, yeah. How'd you know that? <laughs> I do my research, man. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. You also have a, a very uh, cool video out for uh, another song, a song off that record, correct? Oh, spit it out. Spit it out. Spit it out. This guy, Lyle Awerko, filmed that on his iPhone, and he was very, like, he's, like, Canadian, and he was very, like, aloof, and, like, I don't know, he was, like, we're gonna do it with this thing, you just gotta, we just, like, followed whatever he said. Mm -hmm. He took that picture that was, like, the Twin Towers on 9-11 on Time Magazine. Okay. Yeah, he did that, it was weird, like, so I feel like it fit, like, he's very dark, mm -hmm. a lot of black and white stuff, but it was fun. Thanks to Jordan Blakely for coming on Square Zeros. You can catch Bud of the Children on April 9th at Grand Victory, April 10th at Fontana's, and April 29th at Pianos. I told you.